A vivid image of rats swarming through the cabinet flickered across her mind, and she realized she might need additional ammo. She kept a box of fifty shells in her clothes closet, so she slid open that door and cried out in surprise when two large white rats scuttled across the closet floor. They clambered over her shoes and disappeared through a hole in the wall, moving too fast for her to take a shot at them, even if she had thought to do so. She had kept the box of shells on the closet floor, and the rats had found it. They had chewed open the cardboard carton and stolen the shells one at a time, carrying them away through the hole in the wall. Only four rounds were left. She scooped them up and stuffed them into the pockets of her jeans. If the rats had succeeded in making off with all of the shells, would they then have tried subsequently to find a way to remove the last five rounds from the shotgun's magazine as well, leaving her defenseless? Just how smart were they? But she knew the answer to that last one. Too smart. Much too smart. Tommy was calling for her, and Doofus was barking angrily. Meg left the bedroom at a run. She went down the steps so fast that she risked twisting an ankle. The Labrador was in the first floor hall, his sturdy legs planted wide, blocky head lowered, ears flattened against his skull. He was looking towards the kitchen, no longer barking, but growling menacingly, even though he was also trembling with fear. Meg found Tommy in the living room, standing with the aid of his crutches, and she let out a wordless cry of relief when she saw that no rats were swarming over him. Mom, what is it? What's wrong? The rats, I think... I know they're from Biolomac. That's what the roadblock was all about. That's what those men were looking for with their spotlights, with the angled mirrors they poked under the car. She swept the room with her gaze, looking for furtive movement along the walls and beside the furniture. How do you know? the boy asked. I've seen them. You'll know it, too, if you see them. Doofus remained in the hall, but Meg took small comfort from the warning growl he directed toward the kitchen. She realized the dog was no match for these rats. They'd trick or overpower him without difficulty as soon as they were ready to attack. They were going to attack. Her awful certainty about their intentions arose from simple observation. They were genetically altered, with large skulls and brains, but they were different from ordinary rats in other ways, primarily in their behavior. By nature, rats were scavengers, not hunters, and they thrived because they skulked through shadows, living secretively in walls and sewers. They never dared to assault a human being unless he was helpless, an unconscious wino, a baby in a crib. But the biolomac rats she had seen in the kitchen were bold and hostile, hunters as well as scavengers, and their scheme to steal her shotgun shells and disarm her was in preparation for an attack. His voice quaverous, Tommy said, but if they aren't like ordinary rats, what are they like? She remembered the hideously enlarged skull, the scarlet eyes informed with malevolent intelligence, the pale and plump and somehow obscene white body. She said, I'll tell you later. Come on, honey, we're getting out of here. They could have gone out the front door all the way around the house and across the rear yard to the barn where the jeep was parked, but that was a long way through driving snow for a boy on crutches. Meg decided they would have to go through the kitchen and out the back. Besides, their coats were drying on the rack by the rear door, and her car keys were in her coat. Doofus bravely led them along the hall to the kitchen, though he was not happy about it. 
Meg stayed close to Tommy, holding the pistol grip pump-action 12-gauge ready in both hands. Five shells in the gun, four in her pockets. Was that enough? How many rats had escaped Biolomex? Six? Ten? Twenty? She would have to avoid shooting them one at a time, save her ammunition until she could take them out in twos or threes. Yes, but what if they didn't attack in a pack? What if they rushed at her singly from several different directions, forcing her to swivel left and right and left again, blasting at them one at a time until her ammunition was all gone? She had to stop them before they reached her or Tommy, even if they came singly, because once they were on her or climbing over the boy, the shotgun would be useless. Then she and Tommy would have to defend themselves with bare hands against sharp teeth and claws.